This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 654, How to Be a Hometown Hero with Speaking Vocabulary. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn very native phrases for talking about a city or town to use for a seven or higher in vocabulary on your next IELTS speaking test. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jessica, what is happening? <gasps> so much. Let's see what's happening. We decorated for Christmas over the weekend. It was super amazing. Got our tree up and everything. Nice. We are just full of Christmas spirit. Are you going to get a Christmas tree this year? Yes, we are going to get a tree. We were going to get one on Sunday night and then I don't know why we didn't. We just, <laughs> we just <laughs> lost interest. But I think this coming weekend we are going to get a Christmas tree, a tiny one because our apartment oh, really? is tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I don't know where you would put a big Christmas tree yeah. in your apartment. <laughs> oh, apartment. it's so fun, guys. Like just this tradition of decorating for Christmas and hanging up the ornaments and putting the lights on the tree and like the first yeah. time you plug it in and you see the lights. Oh, yeah, man, it's I so cool. It. It's so cool. The traditions, you got to do them because you can only take part in them once a year. So we right? have to take advantage. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any like funky Christmas traditions in your family? Oh, geez. That's a good, not really. Like, I wouldn't say anything that's particularly funky. Um, <laughs> no, like, I guess this year we're going to be at my niece's. I'm going to be flying in from Denver because I'm going to be in Denver for a couple days. So, oh, cool. uh, yeah. And then, so I'll be coming in on New Year, uh, Christmas Eve. And so we'll oh, be wow. at my niece's house to watch her get up. Like, it's all about the kids, right? So. Yay! It really is. Watching, you know, a four-year-old wake up on Christmas Day. I can't think of anything better. I mean... <laughs> oh, my God. So much yeah. magic. Oh, just as a quick side note, listeners, if you're looking for, um, like, a new Christmas movie, because I know we watch the same Christmas movies every year, for yeah. sure, because there's so many classics. Yeah. But Netflix has a new movie called The Christmas Chronicles. And um, Kurt Russell is Santa, and he is the coolest Santa. It's family-friendly, and nice. it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so new Christmas fantastic. classic. There oh, you go. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That's awesome. I love it. And then when I when I go home for Christmas, I think of my hometown and what people do there. And that brings up a Definitely. topic, actually. Yeah. Yes. Good segue there, Good Lindsay. One. Good one. <laughs> so we had a question from a student in our course. Remember... 
Um, if you're a student in our course, you could post on Facebook and a member of our expert IELTS team gets back to you usually within the same day. So this student asked, um, hi, Jessica, could you suggest a fancy way of saying there is a lot of interesting things to do in some place? Um, so yeah, for sure. Like there's a lot of different ways you could say that and we'll get into some vocab about that. But just to sort of orient you guys, this is very useful in speaking part one, and it's also possible in speaking part two. So we'll give you some of those uh, sample questions in a minute. But Lindsay, what's another way of saying there's a lot of interesting things to do in a place? Well, I like this phrase that we came up with, that you came up with here, loads, right? There are loads of cool activities. And then you added a phrase that apparently in our YouTube channel became very popular, right? And that is the phrase... What and whatnot and whatnot. (laughs) Putting that at the end is so natural. It's such a cool word, you guys. So I hear students, I mean, a lot of you guys know how to use and stuff. That's It is very native, right? People mm-hmm. say and stuff all the time. Um, et cetera would be another way of saying that, right? Yep. But you know what? Everybody says that. So whatnot is a great way to paraphrase and stuff. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, so instead of saying like a lot, we could say loads. And instead of interesting things, we say cool activities. So we're really paraphrasing like everything there. Okay. So this is kind of a speaking part one question then. Is that right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For so, sure. For sure. So mm-hmm. very informal. Yeah. Okay. So at this stage in the game, we're, we're throwing out informal. For, so this kind of thing like cool would be fine because it's very informal early in the speaking test. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And just as a side note, I mean, this could come up in speaking part three as well. If you're talking Mm -hmm. about like, if you have questions about tourism, right? Or has your city done anything to improve um, tourism in recent years? Like that's a speaking part three question. So there could be a formal way of paraphrasing that too. We could say, there exist, I always use that structure. Mm. I love it. There exist a great deal of attractive entertainment options. So (laughs) that's a great sentence, but it wouldn't sound right in part one, but definitely part three for sure. Yeah. So this is the other piece of the speaking test, right? Is knowing kind of what the examiner wants in different sections of the test, the three parts of the speaking test. It's not enough just having vocabulary, guys. It's knowing where to put it. And these are things that we show you in Three Keys IELTS. Exactly. So much good vocabulary there. And for all parts of the speaking test and the writing test. In the bonus section, guys, if you're Three Keys students, don't forget to go to the bonus section and review those 10 plus academic word list and then the 10 natural phrases because that's where you get the formal and the informal. So yeah, we have to know when to use these and whether something is informal or formal or not. So that's another reason why the Facebook group is so necessary because then you could ask us, ask native speakers, um, is this appropriate for writing? I, I just right. learned a new word. I don't know where to use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And when as soon as you join, guys, Three Keys IELTS, you do get access to the Facebook group. And people are in there asking questions all day, all the time. You know, we, all day, every day, man. Yeah. It keeps us busy for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's our priority is getting back to our Three Keys students immediately so they don't waste time and they can move on with their preparation. Move on, Because we yes. know there's enough to do with IELTS. Okay, <laughs> so let's... I'd imagine this topic, this um, notion, the sentiment coming up more in speaking part one or part two. So let's focus back on the more informal paraphrases. Um, 
let's see, if I'm describing Portland, right? Because we want to get more specific. We don't just want to say like, yeah, there's a lot to do. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get more specific than that. So I could say there's tons of music to check out. So tons is really great instead of loads. I feel like loads is more British English, yeah. whereas tons is American, right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that phrasal verb to check out. So great paraphrase, a little more specific, making it more interesting. Yeah. And then, and then I love the idea of kind of describing the vibe by using the phrase, totally, you know, kind of a general, there's a small town feel. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I like that because I think we've taught our listeners, guys, if you've been listening for 600 episodes, I know that that has come up before and I will link to it in the blog post for this because we've talked about the vibe of a city before and there was cool vocab there. So come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and this is episode 654. So I'll link to some other cool vocab place descriptions. But yeah, I love that. Instead of vibe, a small town feel. That is yes. so native. It's so cool. It's, and you could put anything there. You could say there's a cosmopolitan yeah. feel, right? Totally. Or there's an urban feel. There's a rural feel. You could put a lot of words right there to make that a nice descriptive adjective. Love it. Yeah, totally. Even like, and it, you know, it should be positive. It's nice to stick with the positive. But if you're describing a place that maybe was too much for you, like maybe you went to New York City and you're like, mm. ah, I can't deal with all this. You could say it had kind of a hectic feel, mm-hmm. right? Or a chaotic feel. Mm-hmm. That would, yeah, that's lovely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Love it. So good. Okay. This is great. Guys, I hope you're taking notes because this is gold right here. Totally. I mean, this is some really good stuff that can immediately improve your score. So guys, take this, you know, take notes on this stuff. What else? Definitely. What else? Um, I like, well, Lindsay, you thought of this. Yeah. If you're like sort of expanding on that small town feel, mm-hmm. um, like the downtown would be full of mom and pop shops. Yeah. What? Yeah. Does even say that. Yeah. Lindsay, what's a mom and pop shop? Mm-hmm. And like the 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 parents or the adults or the married couple still work there. Like yeah. every time <laughs> right. you go in, you know you're gonna see either the husband or the wife, right? Like yeah. it's just like this is their life as this store. It doesn't have yeah. to be that way, but yeah, yeah, it's just it's a great um antonym or opposite for like a chain. Yes. So yes. perfect. Yeah. Um and then there's another phrase that is super flexible, you guys, to describe anywhere, depending on what word you choose to go before. For it, it's something oriented. So, like Portland, I would say, is very health oriented because mm. everybody's hiking and running and walking with their dogs and eating yeah. organic food. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that Boston, or at least Cambridge, where I live in Cambridge, is very education oriented. So, you know, yeah. we, we've got the big schools, the big names, the Harvard, the MIT, the BU, the BC. It's all there's so many colleges actually in Boston. So, so it's many. a very education oriented place, I would say. 
Yeah. Awesome. You know, this, because I was trying to think of a place that would be art oriented. Mm. And there's a smaller town in Oregon called Ashland. And yes. they're, it's most famous for the Shakespeare Festival they hold every year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Ashland as a town is very art oriented. So, see, like you could put any noun before oriented yeah. <laughs> to describe anywhere. Yeah. So, that's why I like learning these very flexible phrases that we can drop in really to answer so many different questions. That's why this is very diverse right here, these words. Love it. Yes, definitely. So guys, you're not going to learn them unless you use them. So we're going to mm-hmm. give you guys some sample speaking questions. And your homework for today is to use this vocabulary you learned and practice answering these questions. So I'll give them the first one, Lindsay. So here's a speaking part one question that you could definitely see on test day. Um, was your hometown an interesting place to grow up? So guys, like if you can't write fast enough or if you're listening on your commute, come back to the blog and you'll see these questions as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guys, to get back to the blog, just one more time, go to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash episodes. That is the place where you'll see that list of all the blog posts. We summarize every episode. You can check all the links and it's a really good place to come back to. So good. So So many resources. And I write an extra blog article every week. And all of our YouTube videos are there too with articles. It's all there. It's awesome. Okay. So that's the first one. And then there's another question. What do people do in their free time where you live now? That's a good one. Yeah. Again, super possible, right? Like Mm -hmm. free time, hometown, describing places. This is definitely all stuff that you need to practice talking about before your exam because it's very possible. Um, But as we said, this idea of describing a place, describing a cool city or whatever, this could come up anywhere. So in part two, there's a cue card you could practice as well, students. And it is describe the most interesting town or city you've visited. And if Mm -hmm. I could just give you a quick tip about that, it doesn't have to be a place you've only been to once, right? Like it could be a place that maybe you lived in for a while as well. Like choose a place that you that you actually know really well. So mm. you can talk about it for two minutes. <laughs> Make the right choice, right? And then, totally. you know, we talk a lot on the blog, guys. If you're back at the blog, type in speaking part two. We give you a lot mm. of tips on how to structure your speaking part two answer so that you don't end up at one minute and then you have nothing else to say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that even happens to natives, guys. Part two, you have to practice. It is not easy. But in Three Keys IELTS, that's where you get to go into deep detail about how to tell a story in speaking part two. Because you hear us mention it on the show, right? Like that is the best advice for speaking part two. But how do you do that? How do you develop that story? So that is, um, yeah, it's all part of the part two lesson in the speaking module. Yeah, exactly. That's why we give you guys a study plan. I mean, if you want to really increase your score, you do need that study plan. You need to know exactly what to do each day. How are you going to fill that hour and a half, those two hours that you're actually sitting down? You're not jumping around around from website to website. That's a total waste of time, guys. We show you exactly what to do. Exactly. And that is the biggest advantage you hear from students like Layart, who is just on the show, who got an overall 8.5, man. Like he, he, and that was his first time taking the test. And he says like, thanks to the study plan, it challenged him, but he knew he wasn't wasting his time. Um, Right? Because guys, like if you only have two or three hours, 
You don't want to like not learn anything. You have to use it effectively. So yeah, you need a study yeah. plan, especially the three keys study plan. Yeah. I mean, time is so scarce these days, right? We have families, yeah. we have jobs, we have things to do. And just the peace of mind, honestly, to sit down Ugh, and know that yeah. you're doing the right thing. You're using your time in the smart way is so empowering. Just that steadiness of mind. That's worth so For much sure. right there. I love For it. sure. Yeah. 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 There's enough to be nervous about. Like, mm-hmm. let us let us take away some of that oh. at least. So guys, remember that there is, we made a very special bonus just for podcast listeners who become Three Keys students. Um, yeah, it's for the speaking exam, just like we're talking about today, how to impress the examiner. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic and you get the bonus and the whole course. Or if you want classes with me, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. Okay, this has been great. Good question from our listener in the Facebook group or student rather, our three key student. And this (laughs) has been fun. Thanks for hanging out and talking about vocab today, Jessica. (laughs) You know, I love talking about vocab. Thank you, Lindsay. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.